0: What's going on? Is salty coffee this is Wanda the host of Salty Coffee? I have a big surprise for you all tonight. Um, isn't it great? So, just so you know, I'm gonna give a couple of seconds for people to walk in, um, get themselves together, go get your tea, your coffee your wine, whatever it is that you do. And those of you who are watching football, you know, um, cut that off and take like 10 minutes out of your football moment. I don't think you're going to miss much. But then again, you can watch this on the replay. So if you are coming in now, please leave a comment because at the end, what I do is I'll collect all everyone's names who leaves a comment. And actually, let me type that in now. leave a comment with your name like and share and your name will be so Leave your name and your comment, and your name will be added to a winning prize. So I know we said 6 o'clock, so we're giving it some time. If you're tuning in now, please say hello. So Salty Coffee, it's uh, December 6, 6 p.m. Eastern time. This is being recorded by from New York in the Bronx. And we had a beautiful weather today. It's nice and chilly and cold, and that's why I have this turtleneck, because my apartment is very cold. But the weather was nice, and the purpose of my the salty coffee uh podcast is to inspire motivate educate and provide interview ease with uh, a question and the question to them is what will you do to enhance and upgrade your skills what what can what can salty coffee as a podcast help you and inspire you to actually create more Um, the talent that you have, how can we get it out of you? And specifically, we focus on women um, to empower them and target it to women of color. And I think it's very important because um, there's many women my age who have been working for years and never really thought that they can do and follow their dreams because they had other priorities such as marriage, family, you know, raising their children. But now that the children are gone and now your husband is just there, like what do you want to do? What 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 can salty coffee help you in identifying what it is that you want to do now? And and to and to pay it forward to the community. So One of the things that we are really going to be focused on is building bridges. And the building bridges part includes younger people and women from all over the world. So I will be having interviews with professionals from other countries, physicians, lawyers, who are women, and um, in the Caribbean islands specifically, Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic. And also, we have listeners from Ecuador Israel and Canada so I want to reach out to those women and they've been listening to my podcast I want to know you know what it is that's interesting about Salty Coffee that they are now listening So next week we're going to have Carla Suero who's a podcaster um, for carlanet.fm and her podcast is in Spanish and she finally did her first uh, in episode in english and it is awesome so that's next thursday uh december 10th at 2 p.m eastern time so the person you're gonna meet tonight is la diva she's a dj she is awesome she's beautiful she's humble she's genuine and the way her and i met is like i met nina garcia the author of The Scars That Save Us is like I met Francis Gutierrez, who's my recruiter for Mary Kay. It's like I've met, who else did I meet? on? In, like I met my own family, Stephanie and Carla. So I met La Diva through a whole group of people who have a family of DJs. Um, the one particular DJ, and you know who you are, um, introduced me to her in, in her music setting, right? So I listened to her music all the time, I'm like, man, female DJ, this is what I'm talking about. Like, come on, let's go. Where are the female DJs? Why aren't we being encouraged to do our thing? So I followed her and I listened to her music and her sets for me, this is what I like about her and why she's being interviewed tonight. Because her music, is consistent right so when i go to work out i don't think about nothing else it's about the music when i'm walking from the subway to my job consistent like i have this she has the a a, a way of putting in music where the bpms <laughs> are like on point for me so this male dj who you know who you are You once told me, well, I don't DJ, I don't play my sets, and I don't set it up um, for you, the audience. I do it for me. And I thought about that, and I'm like, how dare you? You're a DJ. You're supposed to entertain. So needless to say, with that said, that makes a lot of sense now. So the way I thought about that today was, listen to what that male DJ said. He said he plays his sets based on how he feels so you know how men usually don't express their feelings so maybe that's why women listen to male djs because we're getting a sense of how they're feeling i don't know the bottom line is that um whatever it is that dj la diva does it it works for me because if she's doing it based on how she's feeling then i'm feeling it too somehow so without further ado Here's DJ LaDiva. Hi. Hi. <laughs> She's here. So we have Kano. We have Devo. We have Olion Marilyn. I don't know if you know these people. Yeah. But hello, guys, and thank you for tuning in. So DJ LaDiva, I don't know if you want to expose your real name to people, but yeah. this is, this is going to be about you you the person outside of the music tell us a little bit about where you were born and i'll go from there and who you are where your family is from your okay. ethnicity your background okay.
1: so my real name is diana but they call me la diva of course um i was born in brooklyn new york but raised in puerto rico um, came back to the States when I was um, 11 years old and I've been here since. I'm Spanish, um, mother and grandmother, of course.
0: Girl, that doesn't <laughs> stop there. So you were born in Brooklyn, you were raised in Brooklyn? Like you went to school in Brooklyn? We were raised in Puerto Rico. At what age did you leave Brooklyn?
1: Um,
0: I left Brooklyn when I was
1: very young, Um, I want to say maybe born, newborn. Really? I was raised by my grandparents.
0: Oh, okay. So you went to Puerto Rico because your parents thought it would be best to have you raised there? Because that seems to be like a a, a running story for many, you know, Latina women, including Dominicans. So you went to Puerto Rico. You went to high school there. I lived in high
1: school. Well, I was raised by my grandparents, so I lived here with my mom when I was, you know, at a young age, and then um, they took me, and and then I lived with them in Arecibo, Puerto Rico, and you know I stayed there till I was um, 11 years old, and then at that, at 11 years old, I came back to the states, and then I reside back with my mother and stay with my mother, and I was, you know, more with my grandparents, but my mother was more a little bit more involved, so yeah.
0: And and how was that like um, coming back from Puerto Rico it at eleven? It, it was brutal. You said it was brutal. <laughs>
1: it was brutal because going to school, not knowing the language. I didn't speak any English at all. Everything was Spanish. You know, um, the girls they would pick, you know, pick on me because I was Spanish. I wouldn't understand what they were saying. I was the Latina with the long hair. You know, so yeah, it was it was brutal. It was brutal.
0: So you when you came back from Puerto Rico at a young age did you go back to Brooklyn or you went to another I went to
1: Brooklyn and I stayed there and I went to school there I went to PS 120 um I I did two years there um you know elementary and then my grandparents moved to New Jersey and then I've been here since yeah I've been here in Jersey
0: so you're a Jersey girl yeah um (laughs) is that where you get that from the,
1: the, and that's what they say. They say, you have the Jersey accent. And I'm like, some say I have Jersey accent. Some say I have the Brooklyn. And I'm like, I,
0: I, I don't know. Forget <laughs> about it. <laughs> <laughs> so so tell me a little bit more about, OK, so now you're in high school. And you're done with high school?
1: Yeah. So um I attended all schools here in New Jersey. I went to to um, elementary school and high school. I completed high school. Um, of course, I you know had a child at a young age, but I still continued to go to high school throughout my whole pregnancy. My daughter was born in June, so um, the distance from me having to leave school um, wasn't really affected me because she was born in June. So they give you kind of like, I think, a month to leave before you give birth. So right. being that she was born in June, I didn't really you know lose that much time in high school. And then shortly after when I had her, um, the next year I returned back to high school, graduated, Um, you know, and just continue to be that mom and, you know, elevate my education and work because now it was time to be mommy. So,
0: so what was it was your experience similar to other people that I've interviewed where as a young Latina girl, you're brought up by saying, you know, like in your head is like, no, you're, you're going to be a wife. Like, yeah. You're going to be a wife and a mother, and that's it. Me, huh? You ain't going nowhere else. <inaudible> that, that, was that your experience, too? So yeah. that, that's one of the things that why this podcast is really meaningful to me because when I speak to the younger people now, they they don't get that. You know, they, they look at me like, what do you mean, your parents? I was like, girl, like, this, this is what it was for us. We weren't going to, we either went to college and then that's it. Like, you, you went to college, but you still had to be a wife. Like, that was it. So the, the meaning to success for many Latinas was to be a good wife, right? Yeah. So you had your two children. And, you know, how was that raising your children? And did you have any dreams in high school of something that you really wanted to do? Like, what, what did you really want to be when you grew up?
1: Well, it was it was hard because, of course, I had my daughter when I was 18 years old, you know, so I was just strictly out of high school. So now it was time to work and provide, you know, and it was also maintaining that home, you know, the mother and the daddy and the daughter, you know, so it was no partying for me. It was no clubbing, you know, and even though I would say, Mom, can you take care of the baby? I'll be right back. It was a no. This is the baby. This is who you have to raise. This is what you wanted. This is what you have to do. Um, it made me a stronger person, you know. Um, it made me the person that I am today. So I'm grateful for that, you know. Um, it was a young experience, but I don't regret it. I really don't, you know. Um, I worked. I like I said, I continued to go to high school. I provided for the family, you know. Provided for my daughter. Um, my ex husband at the time, you know, also was a provider. Um, It was difficult at times, but nothing that I couldn't just bypass and
0: handle Latina. We handle everything girl, (laughs) But, but but going back to when you were younger, like what was your dream? Like, what did you see from your grandparents that you always said to yourself as a young little girl? I want to be that like did you ever see like a doctor or did you see a, a woman a professional woman a, in any place whether it was a teacher because i know a lot of latinos we want to be teachers because that's, that's all we see because <laughs> that's all we saw because that's all we, saw. Yeah. We, we either saw a female teacher or white yeah. like so we always yeah. want to i want to be like that i don't want to be at home taking care of kids i want to be at, at school teaching kids Correct. Okay, so you wanted to be a teacher. I wanted
1: to be a teacher, but also because I was raised by my grandparents and my grandparents were really firm. I admired, you know, I looked up to my grandmother, you know, so to me, it was like, okay, this is the woman I want to be. So I created that, you know, um, home environment with my daughter and my ex. And I knew that I had to stick to that because that's what I was raised. You know, I was raised a Latina to cook, clean and provide to your husband. And not only that, but take care of your child. So for many years I did that, you know, then the second baby came along and, you know, so that's another, you know, okay, no more partying, no drinking party. <laughs> for another child. So, but it's like I said, it's nothing that I, I don't regret anything in my life. You know, um, everything to me that I've experienced has been educational for me. And I've been able to provide that to my, my daughters as well. So I have, my my kids
0: are, you know, they're they're good kids. I have no complaints. I know. They have a good mom. So yeah. <laughs> So in our previous interview you had mentioned that you did many freelances and many careers and many job occupations, right? Um I think the first one you told me was a makeup artist. You were a makeup artist. Tell us so, how you got into that.
1: Okay, so I did makeup artistry. I did elementary education for kindergarten. Um, I did um real estate, I did bartending. Um
0: and yeah, nursing I, have, I did nursing,
1: um, I did CNA. I, I was a certified nursing assistant in Pennsylvania where I care for the elderly people um, in a nursing home. And I was actually expecting my second daughter. When I worked there, so I was already about to walk the belly, like they say. <laughs> and I had to, you know, care for these elderly people. I had to bathe them, I had to feed them, I had to move them from one bed to another, you know. Um, but again, the experience to me, it was amazing, you know, because.
0: But we're going all back to, here. going back to the makeup artist part, yeah. how did you end up at doing that? Like, was that your first? sort of kind of
1: job what i did first was the elementary education um the artistry i started once i because when i did the elementary education i was living in pennsylvania i also did the cna there when i moved back to new jersey then i did the um makeup artistry um you know i was working home my kids were big already so i wanted to look for something to keep me moving you know um i can't stay still just one thing I'm in a billing billing um, industry now, and to me, it's I, I just get so, like, um, bored quickly. So I said I want to do makeup, and I enrolled myself into makeup artistry in Hoboken, and um, it was a three-month class. I enjoyed it. I did my first makeup, and she kind of gave me a hard time, and I said, I can't do this. <laughs>
0: I can't do okay. this. Listen, <laughs> never, never let another woman tell you you can't do
1: anything.
0: Or, or make you feel that way. The, that just, the makeup
1: was too many times and I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I can't
0: do this. Okay. Well, you know, um, I did, was was one of your photos with the um, skeleton, like for Halloween, was, yeah. did you do that yourself? Yeah, so, I, I mean, you did a great job. So our conversations are, are going to be Moving forward, because after this interview, you know, you showed interest in having salty coffee inspire you to continue in your dream. So real estate, tell us a little bit about that. How, how did you end up doing that? So real
1: estate was because I'm a go getter and I wanted to make money. And to me, I felt that the real estate was the best place to be in to make that money. So I took the class. Um, I get very nervous with taking tests. So they said, you have to take the test. You have to come in. It's a four-hour test. And you have to be prepared. And I said, okay, I'm ready. And (laughs) I finished the class, but I never really scheduled the test, you know. And then other things just, you know, transpired. and, And, you know, I was having problems, you know. Other issues. So I kind of just veered away from it as well, you know, and I said, This is not for me. So I left it alone. But but
0: that's a good thing because that shows tenacity that you at least are open to different things. And that's what makes you special. So, needless to say, bartending, how did you end up doing that? So
1: bartending, I'm a people person, and I said, you know what, I need to be in an environment where I love music, and I love people, and I wanted to just get out, right? Um, So I said, I'm going to do the bartending. I did the bartending. I took the test. Of course, I was nervous. Um, (laughs) I was nervous. I was so nervous that day. I took the test. I passed the test, and then I did one of my first jobs at a bartending, which was the cricket club here in New Jersey. And um, that's when I was introduced to the house scene, you know, and I met a lot of people, exactly what I was looking for, you know. Um, Like I said, I was going through some difficult problems, issues, you know, but it was fueling me. So I I was like, okay, let's just do this. And I did the bartending and then I got kind of like, okay, I need to try something different now.
0: (laughs) Because you didn't get to party, you know, and... and 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 what? How old were you when you started getting into that scene? Which is amazing oh, to me because yeah. I'm yeah. like, yes,
1: yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I tell my when I go, hey guys, you guys are grown now, so now it's time it's mommy time. You know, they always like, oh, you always say it's mommy time. I'm like, you're always gonna be my children, but now is I need to do the things that I couldn't do because I was too busy being a mom. You know, raising my family. That was the most important thing to me. You know.
0: And, and how old were you when you started um, sort of kind of the bartending scene and the party scene?
1: Well, that was recently, to be honest. I know! Um, <laughs> yes. I'm 53, so I started about doing bartending maybe, I want to say, two years ago. Okay. Well, so, you know, the bartending came in after my separation because I separated from my ex-husband after 21 years. Um you know, we decided to go separate ways. And that's when I, my mother said I grew wings and I started experimenting. And bartending was something that kind of fueled my soul in the sense that I was able to meet people and be who I really wanted to be, so.
0: Isn't that amazing? Yeah. That as Latina girls, we're always told from the time we're born, you can't do this, mija. No, you can't do that. And no, this is wrong. And this is everything that you can't do. But they never tell you, what, you what, what open doors are for you, you know. And 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 it's sad. But it's great that we are able to now give that to our daughters. You know, like, be who you want to be. Like, don't worry about it. People going to talk anyway. Right. But, so then, now for the nitty gritty, tell us. How you became one of the most like heard person because I wrote the statistics down that you told me, and I'm gonna say them first before you say anything. So, from Radio Studio House, which is heard in Italy, yes, you had 30, you have 39,000 listeners, views, 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 yeah. And but I had six,
1: yeah, um, 30, I'm sorry. Um, 39,000 reached, but I had 10,000 views. Views, okay.
0: Yeah, 10, um, there's another one called Senel Music Experience. I think 90, I wrote it wrong. Okay. 19,000. Mm-hmm. House Nation.
1: They're my biggest platform. I went up to oh. 120,000.
0: For the Love of Harlem.
1: And that's my radio station that I play for, WHCR. Um, that's, yeah, that's very dear to me. Um, I went there as just a regular DJ with a friend, um, Jason Rios, who will go into details with that as well. Um, you know, brought me in as a guest and then later on I was asked to be a
0: co-host then, yeah,
1: that's where I'm
0: at. is that the, um, 90.3 FM? Yeah, okay. So tell us, tell us how you ended up being a DJ. And and was that something you ever ever dreamed about outside of being a teacher? <laughs> I never
1: ever ever imagined to be in the place that I am today. Nevertheless, to be a DJ, um, it all started. You know, as I said before, you know, I was involved in a relationship for twenty one years. I separated, and it was really tough for me to live alone after being involved with someone for so many years. Um, I moved out. And I met a a group of great people, you know, um, D1 Music Radio. Um, I met a few DJs there. Um, And then from there, I met one guy who actually has a studio in his house. His name is Jason Rios, um, who had invited me to come over one day and said, you know, we're going to go to LP Harmony. We used to all get together and just go out to the club, just, you know. And one day he said, listen, you know, Why don't you just get on that equipment? I'm going to run upstairs and just play music. And I was like, can I break it? I can never forget those words. (laughs) I was like, can I break it? And he's like, no. And he said, this is what you do. And he just guided me briefly. And I said, okay, fine. So he goes upstairs. He gives me a little file. And I sat there. I might have played the same track maybe for a half an hour. But he comes downstairs and he's like, listen, listen have you ever played music before? And I'm like, no. He's like, you're kidding me. He's like, you have this glow. And I'm looking at him and I'm saying, you're lying. Because, you know, we start, you know, we grow up sometimes with the negativity, you know, negativity into believing that you're incapable of doing certain things. And that always stuck to me. You know, whenever I want to do something, I've always gotten the Oh, you can't do that. Oh, that's too hard for you to do. Or you'll never make it. Or it's always something. So I was always afraid to just take that leap, you know. But he was like, "Oh my God, you have this glow!" And he's like, "Can you come next weekend? And can you come next weekend?" And and I think in a matter of like three weeks, I purchased my equipment. And I think in a matter of like two months, I was out in Texas playing. And then it just from there it just
0: grew. One of the things that I found interesting ab- about our conversation um, before, I mean, you were being heard in Italy, the UK, USA, and I'm thinking, man, she's been out there. And then you tell me you've never been anywhere outside of the United States. I wanted to like strangle you, like what? <laughs> so, ah.
1: I think what the problem with that is that, you know, we hit COVID, you know? Um, a lot of us are stressing over COVID. I, to be honest with you, I'm thankful for COVID because I think that it gave me a time to reflect on what I really wanted to do, right? Right. Um, for the guys that are listening to me right now, I'm sure they know what I'm speaking of. I'm always like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. Oh my God, I don't dare do that. I'm still nervous. I'm always nervous, you know? Um. in march i had called my godfather and i said gabby you know i really want to play but i'm really nervous i don't know what to do and he's like diva just get on that equipment and just play and i was like yeah but i'm scared what if i mess up what if i hit the wrong button or you know and he's like <laughs> he close my eyes i said wait well, if i close my eyes i can't see what i'm doing <laughs> so he says just play just play so I did. I went and I bought this thing they call an iRig, you know, and because at the time I didn't have the guidance now from my guys, you know. Um, I bought an iRig. I plugged it in, and I did my first show from home. And shortly after that, I tell you, Wanda, my emails, my messengers were like, Italy was like, listen, can you, can you give me a mix? Can you come play for us? And I'm like, me? You're kidding me, right? Like, I was in, in disbelief. I was like, well, Really me, you know, and that's where it's been at, you know. I'm just, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm humble, and I'm you know humbled. why? You know why it works? Why? Because there's <laughs> no exams. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> there's no exams, girl. This is like it. It's it. So what I learned from you is that. You you can go get a degree. You can pass the exam. You could like sit there for hours watching YouTube videos to try to learn how to do it. But if you don't have the heart to know how to like listen to transitioning music, to putting it together, and that is your talent. That is your art. That comes from the heart. And when you play, that's what I hear. So, I'm not too lovey dovey with specific DJs, but um, you're one of them. And I think it is awesome that you have the makeup artist experience, that you have the nursing experience, that you had the real estate experience, that you had the bartending, that you have that all of those things that put you in a box to take this whatever exam because you without the exam you could have been the best teacher uh, not teacher but you could have been like the best real estate person ever you probably could have just told it just by standing there look at this house (laughs) (laughs) and and and, you know and and that's those are the limits that this society puts on women so again i'm gonna do this again my podcast is gonna help people to not try to fit into that box and to feel, to to get out of that mindset of this is how it works because this is, you know, you're still listening to things of what we were told when we were young and and I want to start getting people to start thinking out of that and you and I are going to have fun moving forward because uh, uh, Salty Coffee is going to help you on how to get that out and and really really showed that talent because um, I think so many young girls who are out there who who don't they're bored they don't know what to do. they'll you know they go online and shop girl just <laughs> listen to the diva and she did it in two years someone just told you hey look go there do yeah. one two three and I honestly thought that you had been experienced for many many years and when you told me that, I was like, what? <laughs> but it's the same thing with my podcast. You know, when I tell people I started this in April through COVID, right. they were like, what? <laughs> you know, and I really want to help you create your own podcast. I really want to help everyone who's interviewed with their goals. Um, look at Mike Ferrer. Do your thing, ladies. <laughs> hi, Mike. But... Um, I think you're amazing person. You've done more than most have will will ever do um in two years. <laughs> um I think you really um are a, a beautiful woman. You're humble, and that's what makes this interesting, and this is why I wanted to do this with you, um, because the dj industry is so male dominant that um even when we as women try to empower each other and encourage each other there's always people chiming in trying to cut into that relationship that sisterhood Mm -hmm. so don't let you know the noise interrupt your goals, you know, and I think that's very important, you know. Um, know that when someone is asking you for something, you know, if you feel it in your heart, always follow your intuition. Ask yourself again, you know, is this person being genuine? Because I saw, I noticed that with me, like, you were very hesitant. You're like, I don't know. Like, I don't think I, <laughs> that I trust her. I'm you know, so um,
1: because the ex- you know I've had a lot of bad experiences. You know, and not so much the bad experiences. The, the problem that I'm having in this industry is the help because it's a male, like you said, a male dominant. You know, place right. And so my thing is is the expectations. You know, I get those that want to help but it's because they have an expectation behind it. So I'm always like, listen, you can help me, but I'm telling you right now, this is where it's going. You know, there's nothing else outside of your help, you know, but once, you know, I've been blessed and, you know, I'm grateful. I do have amazing, amazing friends, a very small circle, of course, but, you know, I have I have a lot of friends that they do give me the right guidance and whenever I have a problem, like you know, Devo, for instance, he's one that if I have an issue, I'm like, Devo, listen, I need your help. How can I figure this out? And he's very straightforward, you know, and he's he's been he's been a true friend. I have Casey. Sometimes he gets on the nerves, but I love him to death. And then with my new team, you know, VSR, I feel like I'm at home. I feel like that's my family. You know, I mean, it's it's good to wake up in the mornings and be able to say good morning, guys, and get the response back, right? It's good to wake up and be able to know that you can talk to somebody and get the right response, right? So it's a stepping stone, you know? You live, you learn. You're gonna go through storms, you know? Um, It's how you veer away from them, right? And just keep on the right path, you know?
0: And that's awesome, And, and yeah. You are uh, a person that shows you're grateful for, for those friends. And Devo is amazing. Kano is amazing. Um, and the VSR family is an amazing family. They're very respectful. For those of you who are not aware of who I listen to, which I'm always posting and sharing <laughs> and talking about, Veteran Squad Radio it's on Mix lr and dj la diva is there on mondays four to six so mondays four to six is very difficult for me because i'm in between work and transit. <laughs> but the good thing about the vsr in the mix lr is that you can always go back and listen to the music through the real show or showreel Yes. I think it's cultural, so, so that's that's an amazing thing um, about it that you can always go back. So I do go back when I when I want to get on my bike and listen to some music. <laughs> I either go to Skiz Joint to KC mm-hmm. or you or Kano. Kano is more like a, a a random thing, so I just do like the roulette and and let's see what <laughs> what <next laughs> I get. But they they are a great family, and I'm so happy for you that you found. At least a place where you could be yourself and and learn learn from yeah. them. Yeah. So you're got you had uh, if there's something you want to say to your daughters, you have three kids, is it? I have three
1: girls and I have a son. Okay. Um, for biological, of course, my my stepdaughter, but you know she's mine. I don't care. I've had a <laughs> son. She was four and That's my daughter. Nothing. I mean, I love my children, and I'm so blessed to have them. They're very supportive, you know, and they're great kids. And you know, I always tell them, um, don't let things any don't let anything hold you back. My son is like my biggest. Well, they're all my inspiration, not just my son. I don't want to say my son because my daughters. They're always like, oh, he's your favorite, but <laughs> he just he just thinks a little different outside the box. My girls are more like, you know. So, but they're my inspiration. I love them to death, and you know, I'm just, I'm just
0: faithful. What would grateful. be the legacy that you want to leave behind? You, um, you want to be known as the best grandma DJ out there, the best looking well, one.
1: You know I love it because my granddaughters, I put them here, and they do drops for me, and I'm like, come on, let's do drops, let's do drops. So, <laughs> there's one that we do it, and the the oldest one is like, I'm not doing that. My my youngest, my youngest granddaughter is like. You're now listening to my mama, DJ La Diva.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you see how wonderful that is? That that we grew up with grandparents and parents that had to work, had to clean, had to do this, had to be a wife, had to be submissive, had to be like a church lady, you know, like all that stuff. And and granted, you know, that's not a bad thing. That's a great thing. But our grandchildren get to see grandma as everything you know as as the housewife the the driver you know our parents didn't drive they didn't have vehicles it's like what (laughs) they're so lucky
1: i before i say that i also want to say to um dj dracula and big rob oh of course along with casey um that I appreciate them because they've always believed in me, you know, they've always, they always, I think they were the first ones to say, Diva, we have a a gig out in this park. We're going to do this. Come and join us. I played in central park as well, you know, for the, um, the skaters and I made their paper as well. So yeah, I'm really, I appreciate them so much. So thank you. If they don't get to tune in today, they can listen to the show, you know, listen to the show later. Um, my legacy, um, you know, I'm a nervous person, so I can't say I wanna be this huge DJ. Um, but I wanna leave a mark for the young the young generation, right? So know that there is no age limit, right? Whether you are 15, 16, 20, 30, 40, I'm 53. I started late, but there's never any it's nothing is ever late in life, right? it's when you get it and you grasp it and you hold on to it and just move forward. So my legacy would be for people to just follow their dreams. Right. To remember me as that's that chick who did makeup artistry. She went for real estate. She, you know, she did what she wanted to do in life and live life, you know, respectfully, you know, right. You don't need, you know, a lot of people tell me I'm so happy and I'm so, you know, I'm, how do you say this? Um it's it's good to see you what you know, what you're doing with yourself because they say a lot of these female DJs, they kind of like moved up the ladder the wrong way or did it the wrong way, you know. But I mean I I've
0: surprised a lot of people. And you said it your own way. Yeah, that, that's more important that you did it. You didn't follow like a, 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 a script and an exam. You right. did it your way at your own time, on your own pace. And you're going to be great because you are great already. I mean, you know, once you start getting into the technical thing and all that stuff. And that's why when you said you wanted a podcast, I was like, yes, let's do it. <laughs> you know, I'll help you. I'll help you because you have this energy and this natural, like, humbleness about you that you're gonna do great so you had promised us that you um were going to tell us when you are let's say I called you today I said I need a set for a wedding or I need a set for a babysitting whatever like a little kid How, what are the steps that go into your head when you are creating a set
1: so when I play for, of course, my station VSR, I put a lot of my energy into it. And when I say my energy, um, every day it's not an easy day, right? Today I might be a happy camper. Tomorrow I'm the saddest person. The next day I might be in the depressed mood, you know? So when I put my music together, I, I kind of like zone myself into how I'm feeling. So when you listen to my music, as a woman, and I'm sure you can relate, Sometimes you hear some kind of um, vocals. And so that's my expression of like, okay, today I'm in love, but tomorrow I hate you. (laughs) That type of feeling, you know. Um, Yeah, um, music has been very fulfilling for me. That type of feeling, you know. Um, Yeah, um, music has been very fulfilling for me. And it has also grounded me in so many ways, you know, because I'm able to um perhaps I can't pick up the phone today, but I could I can play through my music and, and and let those people know that listen, you're not alone. You know, it's not just you. I'm going through it too, you know. So pretty much, yeah, that's what my music my music is about, you know? So
0: you you can you tell the listeners what exactly do you play? Like do you only play house or do you at some point
1: I'm sorry. Yeah, I do play house, but, um, house music. Um, but I mean, uh, I'm, I'm learning this, you know, this COVID has made you know, it's, it's, it's introduced me to other things. So I'm learning. I want to see if I can get involved in other genres as well. I also bought another piece of equipment, you know, cause a lot of my DJ guys are like, you need to get on DJs. So <laughs> I'm working on that guys. Um, I did buy a new Pioneer. So I'm also on the side of, yeah, um, you know, put my mixes together and then I take some time and just and, you know, of course, it's going to take time because I don't have the teachings that I've had before. You know, so everything is a research. So for those out there that are interested in doing whatever they want with their life, they have to understand that it's not given to you. You have to search for it, right? You have to get online. You have to go Google. You have to just, you know, the most important YouTube, you know, and, you know, learn from there. That's how I've learned other things with my tractor. you know, was given the basics, but everything else, you know, it has to, it it came from research, you know, so,
0: yeah. So so once you in your head and you have your feeling and and that's what's going to come out give us a little scenario and now you can go ahead and give us like 5 minutes of what what it is that you do okay so i don't have my
1: equipment turned on but i could play the music i could play sure. one of my songs
0: I don't think it's gonna play.
1: Oh, you can't hear it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's showing already the the thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's well, fine. Tune in. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so give us where we can find you so that okay. I can post it. So um
1: on Mondays I am playing with VSR Veteran Squad Radio. Um I'm also working. Close is It's not up open yet, but um we're hoping to be um uh, hoping to be playing as well another day on Veteran squad Radio, um, alongside with Evo. So that's being in the works. Um it'll be like a duo. Um, um of course I spoke to my jefe, Kano. So <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, and so on Saturdays I also play on W um, C H R, which that's the young um, radio station in New York. Because of the COVID, um, we don't do the live, so we do we submit our mixes in. Um, I also play for um, Italy, of course, the platforms. In order for you to be able to um, see me play live, you have to go onto their pages and make sure you hit their like, so that way you get the notification. Okay. And I also play for Soul's Outhouse, um, which they're based out of um, South Carolina. It's called The Police Project. That's on Thursdays from um, 5 to
0: Center. okay so you're gonna send me all of this information yeah. so that i can just post it on the um okay i can do the contact so um anything else you want to say I, I thank you so much for doing this i know it was like a little last minute you were hesitant we're all busy i mean we, we were all busy and i really wanted to close um season one for salty coffee with having great people on and I am so I was so excited when you finally said yes, and when you finally picked the date and time, I was like literally ecstatic. <laughs> because, um, and I'm I'm excited that you and I that you um, in, are inquiring about how I can help you to create the podcast and what it takes, because it's not easy especially um, for myself I do everything <laughs> for myself mm-hmm. the interviews the schedules um, aside from working nine to five and doing uh, all this other stuff but you got that you you have that that um, Latina fire in you mm-hmm. um, I guess it's a Latina thing like we always have to hustle when we're sitting down at home and the bed is like, well, what? Wait a minute! I could be doing something else. I could be learning something. What's wrong with me? Get up, Mika. You know, and I think we get that from our parents because they were like, "Nah, get up and play." <laughs> but I thank you so much. I thank everyone who tuned in to um, get to know La Diva, um, Diana. Yes. <laughs> um, tell us how you got your name
1: oh my god that story so again right i knew that for somewhere somehow i had to be in this music industry because while i was living at home um with my ex um i used to text a lot the radio station um la La mega or la calle when muñequita she's a, a, a host there um they would have these events you know called you know you have to text and if you take this many messages, you win. You know, a TV. So I won a football party, and they hosted my party. They came over and they hosted my party. Um, little after that, they was like, "Diva, you got to come to our station." And I was like, "So every time I called, oh, we have La Diva and the telefono, you know." And they'll just, you know, introduce me as La Diva, and I stayed with that name.
0: So and and we're working on getting you ready for that name aside from the yeah. name i noticed that you have uh, a symbol um is that some is that a signature thing for you specifically or is that someone that someone created or how did the symbol become part of la diva <laughs> or is that just something that people we'll do when you come in <laughs> so the
1: symbol is very meaningful it's very special for me and the reason why it's special is because um, I did a cruise um, about two, three years ago where um, Louis Bagel was there, and I was introduced to him. And humbly, I, and he just always reminds me. So um, it's just like a bless, you know. It's like so a bless.
0: you don't know anybody else who's famous that does that, right?
1: Not that I know of. No,
0: no one takes the signature. That's her signature. Um, she's gonna get an attorney. I'm gonna help. You with that. <laughs> So that that signature is yours young lady so again I want to thank everybody who um, tuned in this was exciting this was it's, it's so good to like talk to someone who you listen to the music and it's like oh my god so now people are attentively listening La diva you know it's no more booty shaking listening <laughs> <laughs> um thank you so much for joining us. Um, thank you for sharing your experiences, your life. Um, you're, you, I mean, you're 53, but you look like you're 25, for heaven's sake. Uh, is there <laughs> any little secret that we need to know of? Like, is this just a Puerto Rican goat drinking milk type of thing? I, I, I just like to say my
1: kids, you know, I think they kept me going, you know. They kept me going. Um, I work out a lot, too, you know. So I get up in the mornings. I do my workouts. I like to do my walks. I like to do my runs, you know. And just stay active, you know, it shouldn't just be, you know, you can do anything you want, but just take that little bit of time to at least do. listen, five minutes, five minutes. You just got to keep that blood flowing, you know,
0: that's good. So, uh, La Devo, DJ Devo is asking, what's your favorite song?
1: Oh, my God. I have a lot of favorite
0: songs. Um... Whatever popped up quick. I know I know you have said are they gonna ask me any questions? Yeah, well love is
1: it love is a game which I was just playing right now by um Amy Weinstein. I love I love her music. She has a lot of vintage. To me she has that vintage look. Yes. So I love the vintage look, yeah. I don't really per se, um t- to be uh in the music industry, I don't really have a favorite song because 'cause they're all meaningful. They all mean something. Yes. So I don't like to just nitpick and be like, okay, this is my favorite song. It's everything. Everything that's put out there is put out with a meaning.
0: So I, I think Diva was just trying to be, you know, malicious <laughs> a little bit.
1: <laughs> a little
0: bodyguard. <laughs> I love him. He's 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 one of my favorites.
1: He's great. Um, he's, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. He's he's been a true friend, and and I appreciate him so much. I really And and
0: I learned from Casey that he used to play in clubs yeah and i was like i knew it i knew it (laughs) because i was like he has to have been that that dj that i would go to um 1018 the tunnel you know all of those clubs that i used to go into when i was in high school i was like i knew it i knew i knew i heard that before
1: I call him sometimes. I call him and I'm like, Diva, you know. I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm really just, I'm really stressed out. I think I'm gonna leave this, and you know, and and this is why I appreciate him because he always brings me to that. Well, Diva, you know, just fall back. You know, you're gonna go through that. You know, um, he's like, every DJ is not always gonna be perfect because I'm 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 like anal with a lot of things. I'm very clean. My sets have to be on point, or you know. So I always like Vivo and he's like, Viva, you're good. What is the problem? You need to relax, you know? And I'm like, I know. And he's like, You're not always gonna be perfect, you know. Think of the crown, think of this, think of that. You know, he's always like, he brings me back, you know, when I appreciate that because you don't get a lot of real people like that. They'll tell you negative before they tell you the positive, you know, and he's yeah. always been a positive person.
0: I think I think what happens to your brain when this happens is because you're thinking that you're taking a test. Yeah. <laughs> you re- no, seriously, you really need to get off that testing phase. Um, whether through I see that you meditate, you know, yes. um, but yeah, that that that's really a fuck up for and all of us. Let me tell you,
1: I, when I took, because um, I'm a biller, I work in the um, medical field. I'm a supervisor and i had to get certified to be a biller. you can't be a biller if you're not certified and i'm not gonna say i don't pass the tests because i passed them and i mean i i I went to lincoln tech and i got a gpa 4.0 so that tells you a lot but it's just the it's just sitting there (laughs) but once i start it's like you can't stop me you know so it's just that goal but it, it it comes from being young you know um you know, you can't do this, sit down, don't touch this, don't touch that. So you always hesitate to to make that move, you know, and it doesn't matter how old you get, you still have that mentality, you know.
0: But that's good that you are structured in your head, you like things a certain way, and that's just who you are, and that's what makes you talented, and um, your music, it comes out, it just comes out. Um, At the end of the day, it's something to listen to, and I appreciate it. Um, you do this for free. So I mean, thank you, you know, for for taking that time and, and just doing that. That's amazing, you know, because a lot of people won't do it for free. A lot of people are like, nah, man, we crazy. You got to pay me. But you, I'm
1: you're- in the process also of working with someone out of Maryland. Um, he's a real estate, and it's funny because, you know, I took the real estate. Um, but he's a real estate, and his goal is to um, introduce me into the business through sound system, you know? Okay. So while he's in the property, I'll be in the sound system plane. So that's in the works. I have a lot of things coming that I really want to work on, you know, and focus on. Yeah. Um, again, it's just, you know, <laughs> taking that heat, you know, yep. get it.
0: The transitioning is going to be um, the first part of doing that. Yeah. But again, I thank you so much for taking your time on a Sunday night. Um, with your beautiful grandchildren. I know that's why the other Sundays wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yes. even, though I, even though I said, just bring them in. I don't care. You know, because it's sort of like a family show. There's nothing adult about, you know, what we talk about. But I want to thank you so much for joining us. You have a blessed evening. Take care of yourself. Continue just being you. And we will follow up. Yes. We'll
1: talk. Thank and you for having me. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate you. And to everyone who joined today, thank you so much. And keep tuning into Salty Coffee because she's good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you. So, guys, um, that was La Diva. Um, I am so excited that her and I will be um, just communicating moving forward about what she can do to uh, get her business out there. And I want to remind everyone that uh, Thursday next week, December 10th at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, you will meet uh, Carla Suero, who happens to be a family of mine who I happen to meet online accidentally i guess i don't know but um she is a podcaster for carlanet dot no FM, and she her podcast is in spanish and she's actually going to um start doing it in english and guess what i'm gonna start doing my podcast in spanish as well so you're gonna see a lot of new things a lot of new people And I thank you so much for joining me tonight on a Sunday night. I have vacation all week next week, but you know, the hustle is real. And I always have to like earn some money some other way (laughs) other than my job. So, work is never over for a Latina woman. Never. We are always working, we are always busting our butts, whether it's still taking care of our adult children, taking care of our parents, or taking care of someone. And that's what Salty Coffee is about. We're here to um, share our experiences specifically for women. So if you know anyone who is interested in um, joining the Salty Coffee podcast or if you're interested, if if you can show them the webpage where I have resources on how to own your own business, how to get started, if you want to learn more about how to do a podcast, Let me know. I love you all. Thank you.